What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we had a very eventful night of games yesterday, first full night back after the All-Star break, and there were some fireworks. There were some really good moments. We'll start out in Oakland, where the A's opened the second half with a Jed Lowry walk-off home run. He connected on a 101-mile-an-hour fastball and sent the A's home happy over the Cleveland Indians. I mean, Jed Lowry has been, has been pretty good of late. You know, uh, he's starting off the stretch run for the A's with the bang, with a bang. I mean, this is an A's team that we know can get hot. And it was 4-3 to three in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, A's are losing by a run. With a runner on, he hits a two-run home run. I mean, 101. You know, 101 miles an hour is obviously no, uh, that's, that's, no that's no easy feat. But down and in uh, from the left side, he drops the head on it, and he hits it out to right field. So it was actually part of a three-hit effort for him. And yeah, he just continues to come up with big hits, and he's been he's been terrific this year. Big night for him. So his 11th of the season, and yeah, this is off Emmanuel Classe. Classe had actually only allowed one home run this year in 36 and two thirds innings. I mean, he's a hard throwing righty, and it's an uncomfortable at bat for anybody, especially for someone like Lowry who had never faced him before. But you know, that's that's what. That's what good hitters do, and the A's went home happy. So 5-4 was the final score in Oakland. If we move out, well, another, well, no, never mind. This is a Western team, but NL West, not AL West. So the Padres, they were kind of the talk of, uh, of town yesterday in D.C. They were visiting Washington, and... San Diego scored 24 runs. That's the most runs they've ever scored in franchise history. They scored 24 runs. They beat the Nats by a score of 24-8, to eight, a record-setting offensive night. And during this night, Jake Cronenworth hit for the cycle. So the Nats fans have seen their fair share of cycles. They just saw Trey Turner do it a few weeks ago. Now somebody else returned the favor. Jake Cronenworth hit for the cycle yesterday against them in D.C. But, I mean... Yeah, on top of Cronenworth's cycle, which was the third in franchise history, they had five runs and a steal of home from Tommy Pham himself. He did all that, five runs and a steal of home. Then a grand slam from Will Myers and a bunch of other remarkable individual performances. But those are the highlights. You add that all up and you get 24 runs, most in Padres history. So obviously a forgetful night for the Nats. They'll try to bounce back today with Patrick Corbin on the bump. Patrick Corbin versus Blake Snell, but 24-8 victory for the Padres in the nation's capital. Let's head up to Buffalo, and they were chanting MVP for a good reason. Mr. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. continued the show. Two home runs yesterday against the Rangers, the first of which was his 30th. And then, I'm sorry, so first of which was his, 20, first of which was his 29th. It was actually in the first inning, and then later he would hit his 30th. And, I mean, this dude just won All-Star Game MVP. He's coming for that actual MVP. And, you know, his bat and other guys, obviously, uh, Marcus Semyon, Teoscar Hernandez, Randall Grichuk, all those guys also homered as well. And on a day where they received some really good news about being able to return to Toronto, the Blue Jays won 10-2 over the Texas Rangers. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., is that dude. Robbie Ray scoreless start as well. Let me not overlook that. 
mean, he it carried over his incredible first half. He hit the ground running coming out the sec, coming out the break. Six and two thirds shutout innings with just four hits allowed and eight strikeout strikeouts. He's got an ERA of two nine three. Great stuff for Robbie Ray. Staying in the American League East, Yankees Red Sox in the Bronx. Erod Eduardo Rodriguez. He was clean shaven. Maybe he's trying to start the second half on a clean slate with the clean shaven, but he looked good yesterday. Yes, obviously, this is a Yankees team that has been decimated by, you know, the COVID outbreak that they just endured. They have six players on the injured list, including Aaron Judge. But nonetheless, they were playing yesterday. The Red Sox got a 4-0 victory. And with that win, the Red Sox have moved to 7-0 and against the Yankees this season. Red Sox maintain a one-and-a-half game lead against the Rays in the AL East. They now lead the Yankees by nine games. But obviously when Erod shaves, he's going to look more youthful. And he, he pitched well. Two hits over five and two-thirds scoreless innings, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Good stuff. I mean, it's a classic Eduardo Rodriguez five and two-thirds outing. We know, we've know we known that for years. This dude throws a lot of outings where he goes five and two-thirds. I'm not even making that up. He's, like, known for that. But that's... Uh, that's something I, I guess only really Red Sox fans are familiar with. But Christian, Christian Arroyo, two-run homer. J.D. Martinez, solo homer. Tanner Houck recorded his first save. So they just called him up from AAA. And he's mainly be a star, been a starter through college. And he's going to start on Wednesday, actually, against the Blue Jays. But he threw three innings out of the pen yesterday. 49 pitches. Topped out at 97 with his fastball. Looked good. He's warming up for his start on Wednesday. Probably won't throw again until then. Bench is cleared in the Mets-Pirates game in Pittsburgh. So Marcus Stroman and John Nagowski were exchanging some words on and off the field. Uh, Nagowski lined out to Pete Alonso to end the inning, and then Stroman hopped off the mound firing uh, firing shots you know, to the dugout. And Well, actually, it was to the Mets dugout, okay? So his own dugout just fired up, right? And Nagowski didn't like that, so he pointed back at Stroman. And then as Stroman was on his way, to the dugout, he crossed by Nagowski, like, you know, trying to confront confront him, basically. And there's some people had to get involved and benches clear, but I don't think anything really serious came out of this. But nonetheless, you know, it's Marcus Stroman plays with a chip on his shoulder. He plays with a chip on his shoulder, and he's always been, been that way. I mean, some people believe that he's had to do it because of his diminutive size, being 5'8 or 5'7 or whatever he is. Uh, a lot of people doubt you growing up that you're ever going to be good. So you have to be a little bit cocky. You have to be, you know, have a bit of a chip on your shoulder so that you can have confidence in yourself that you can compete at the highest level. He's done that. He's competed at the highest level. But nonetheless, the Pittsburgh Pirates won this game. They won by a score of 4-1, which is all that really matters for them. They showed some fight. And, yeah, Brian Reynolds, solo home run. Wilmer Defoe, solo home run. Adam Frazier, two-run single. That was the offense that they needed. And then they got good pitching. Got good pitching from a bunch of guys, but Chad Kuehl, five shutout innings. And then, well, well, sorry, five innings, one run, but no earned runs. So, And then the bullpen picked it up from there. So that's going to be it, folks. That's going to do it for today. Great slate yesterday. We're back. Everything looks good. And, yeah, so that's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, Please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.